Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. In the pole position in Indy. The pole's position. It's time for Pole's position. So the number one pick, by the way, for the Bears is secured. The Chicago Bears are on the clock. What will Ryan Poles do with the number one pick? I got a lot of confidence in our ability to see talent on the field. The human being, we got to figure out. We're counting down the days to the NFL draft. How about the number one pick with the Bears? Caleb Williams, the one thing that is clear, he is not special. Well, I'm a friend of Caleb's. I feel like he's a, a young version of Patrick Mahomes. Not sure yet. Not sure. Maybe not working out. I don't know what's going on with the Bears. It don't matter. No matter who they take, because Justin Fields, he'll probably leave and go win a Super Bowl somewhere. So if you go to the Bears organization, you're doomed. With the first pick, the Chicago Bears select the Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons on the score. Every day at this time, we try to get inside the mind of Ryan Poles, free agents and draft picks and trades and reports and rumors. And today, we don't even need to work that hard because he just stepped in front of a microphone and started talking. Yeah, so he talked. Look, I got to say, I got to go on record. I was not in favor of seeding our time. Really? Here on Poles position. I don't even remember. You got outvoted? To Ryan Poles. (laughs) I, I don't think this is where his thoughts belong. These are where we <laughs> suppose what his thoughts are. Okay? Right. Okay. This is our time. Okay. But whatever. All right, well. He chose to talk publicly. We might as well let people hear it. So, I kind of want to do the Jalen first. Let's do it, is man. Is that bad? No, because. I kind of want to do the Jalen first. Here's, here's, why, here's why I think it makes sense. This was a choice. Like, we knew what the quarterback choice was going to be, and we'll get to that. Yeah. But this this was a, a real specific choice. Here's how Ryan Poles addressed unprompted Jalen Johnson's contract. Jalen Johnson, um, in the process of getting Jalen Johnson done, um, conversations are going well at this time. Uh, we feel like we've done a really good job um, kind of coming to the table strong, um, showing the respect um, that he's due just in terms of his production through his career and really an emphasis on the turnovers that he created this past year. Our expectation is that's going to continue to go um, as he's with the Bears. Um, when I say coming strong, that means cash flows are strong, guarantees are strong. Uh, the term is strong for him. Um, being hit with his age, uh, there's a really good opportunity for him to go back to the market again um, and continue to earn money and play well, and hopefully that's with the Bears for a long period of time. So I'm excited about that. Uh, like I've said about those deals all the time, it takes two to tango, and you got to find a, a place that everyone feels comfortable with. So 
uh, I feel really good about that situation. Right. In terms of Jalen Johnson, you said things are, are going well with him. Do you think it's more likely that there is a long-term deal with him than the franchise tag? I hope so. I'd like to avoid the franchise tag uh, for him. I think there's a really good space uh, for us to find a middle ground. Um, again, we always have the tag to, to use, um, but I really would like to, to get something done long-term with him. So, Danny, I tuned in about 10, 15 seconds late to the press conference, and I thought, oh, I must be a little a little later than that. I think he just announced a new deal for Jalen Johnson. That's great. That's amazing. That's not what he was doing. It's not what he was doing. I think that that was a tactic. I think that that is trying to put it into public pressure or court of public opinion that if they end up needing to use the franchise tag on Jalen Johnson, that Jalen will be the one as seen as being unreasonable. That's what it felt like. It, because, it felt like public negotiation. Which is, which is his right to do. I don't expect it to have much of an impact on Jalen. We've talked about this before. Jalen wants to be the highest paid cornerback in the NFL. We don't know if that is to the tune of guarantee or average annual value. For guarantee, that's Denzel Ward. Mm-hmm. Five years, $100 million, 71 guaranteed. Right. For highest average annual value, it's Jair Alexander. Four years, $84 million, but only $30 million of practical guarantees. If and when, So when Paul says that... We think it's an aggressive deal for Jalen, both in terms of cash flow and the opportunity to get back out onto the market and get mm-hmm. paid. Mm-hmm. That suggests to me that they are making a deal on the shorter end of things so you could hit free agency at a, at a younger age again. There's a big difference in guarantees between Jair Alexander's contract, which is the highest average annual value for a corner, and Denzel Ward's contract, which is for guarantees so i i don't think this is as close to being done as ryan poles is suggesting that it is denzel ward's contract is five years as is marshawn Lattimore's and marlon humphreys and trayvon diggs yes and Xavier howard who just got released and jc jackson who uh, got released um by the chargers as as well jair alexander's deal is for four years jalen ramsey's deal is only for three years these are the top 10 in terms of average annual value, Tredavious White is the only other one. I'll be floored if it's three year years. Year. No, I don't think it'll be three because because Jay- Jalen signed multiple contracts already. Jalen Ramsey, Jaylen, ha- exactly. Jalen yeah. Ramsey's a different case because there's been an injury and he's signed multiple contracts already. This is Jalen Johnson's first one. I'm sure he's wanting a five year deal, and the five year deal would give you more of the guarantee. So maybe Poles is trying to play that shell game with the length of the deal. Right, and here's the the Bears messed up they did they waited Jalen wanted to sign they didn't sign him Jalen demanded a trade they didn't trade him and at that point Jalen was playing well enough that they Mm -hmm. shouldn't have but they didn't sign Jalen they played a game of chicken they said you've been a good cover corner but you haven't been a good takeaway corner and then Jalen had the best year of his career made the pro bowl made second team all pro and had a huge takeaway jump Then Jalen, at the end of the year, with us and other places, said, yeah, 
The price is the price of yesterday is not the price today. He doesn't have to make any concessions. He at this said point. he wants to be the highest paid player in the NFL. So to me, highest paid corner, highest paid corner, highest paid corner in the NFL is Denzel Ward. Because what do we always say about NFL contracts? It's all about the guarantee mm-hmm. because they can void it. They can they can cut you. So that means are they really going to get him above seventy one million dollars guaranteed? The cap's gone up. So I. I hope that they can do this before the franchise tag deadline of March 5th. But I heard from Ryan Poles, a guy saying, we're being aggressive. Yeah, we, We're giving him a bunch of money. We're giving him an opportunity to hit free agency again. I don't want to use the tag, but I could. There's a huge difference between Jair Alexander's contract and Denzel Ward's contract. The top seven cornerback contracts in terms of most guaranteed money, Yeah, only one of them is a four-year deal. Six of the seven top in terms of guaranteed money yeah. are five-year deals. So if that's some kind of precedent that he's trying to do here, I, I, I agree that it sounded like negotiation, and I hope they get it done. And for Jalen's sake, you know, I mean, look, if it's, if it's four years at 20-some mil a year and there's a good amount guaranteed, that's unbelievable generational wealth and an incredible thing and it is just second team all pro and it is just the first year where he's shown the turnover proclivity and he was a second round pick to begin with and the team wants to do lots of other but things that actually help, should help because he's hitting free agency a year younger so you're signing up for more of his 20s in terms of the second round pick. Yeah, in, ter- in, in terms of in terms of the sec- in terms of the second round pick i yeah. hear you but I, I, it, it, it definitely sounded like public negotiation um and wanting to make it seem good because they screwed up with this one and and you could argue they screwed up with Roquan Smith, depending on how they ended up having to right. play that. I just I think there's there's a huge gap between thirty to forty million guaranteed and seventy million guaranteed. And if he actually wants to be the highest paid corner in the NFL, you've got to give him more than seventy million dollars guaranteed. And so I don't I I'm not as optimistic. He will be tagged. He will be a bear. He's not going anywhere. But I would not be as optimistic as Ryan Poles projected today that that deal is going to get done. We just throw a number out there. If you gave him a four-year, $85 million contract, that is higher than Jair Alexander in terms of average annual value. Cor- correct. But but what are you guaranteeing? Because yeah. Jair only got 30 guaranteed. Are you right. guaranteeing $60 million of it? Then that's a hell of a contract offer. Mm-hmm. Are you guaranteeing 35 of it? Then you're that- still higher than Jair Alexander. Right, but not but you're not higher than J.C. Jackson, Trevon right. Diggs, Tredavious White, Marshawn Lattimore, Marlon Humphrey, or Denzel Ward in terms of guarantees. So it depends on which – that's what I'm saying. Yep, yep, yep. Is it per year or total guarantees that Jalen wants to be the highest paid guy in the league? My guess is it's guarantees. Blech, all right. And when Poles said he can hit free agency earlier with the deal that we made, my guess is he's talking about average annual value. Sure. So there's a huge gap there. He could hit free agency again. So, yeah, that was that was the clue. That, 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 to, to me, the that shortness. was the clue. Four-year deal v. five-year deal guarantee versus average annual value. Let's go back to Poles for Poles position. We will hear from him on the process of the number one pick and players and what he's trying to get out of this week. Now the hot topic, uh, <laughs> first pick, quarterback situation. Um, contrary to reports out there, I have no master plan to present to everyone today. Uh, this is an opportunity for us to continue to gather information, um, learn about the different players in the draft, um, listen to what opportunities could come up, 
Um, and then at the end of the day, we're going to make the best decision um, that we can for the Chicago Bears. Uh, it will not be based on fear of what could happen with this and what could happen with that. We're going to put our information together and make the best decision because at the end of the day, we'll always throw our decision making against kind of our core kind of deal, which is win championships and sustain success for a long period of time. There's a lot that goes into that, uh, but we're excited to gather that information and, and create clarity uh, as we go along. Right, you've been part of the uh, evaluation process in Kansas City in 2017 with Mahomes. Yeah. How has that experience helped shape the way you go about evaluating quarterbacks and, and things you do in that regard? Yeah, my background is is I'm really fortunate to kind of see <clears throat> multiple phases and different types of processes put in place um, with you know bringing a quarterback in uh, from a trade to drafting. Um, so again, just, there's a process that we've learned in terms of tape watching and getting to know guys and bringing them in and spending time with them to feel comfortable with, with that setup. Um, so I can definitely tap into that experience. Just on said, the process of evaluating the quarterbacks, obviously at the top of the draft, there have been a lot of misses at the quarterback position. Yeah. What have you maybe learned about what goes into making a player, you know, a great quarterback at the next level? Yeah, um, there's a lot there, right? It's like, what's the infrastructure look like? What's around the player? I think that's key. Um, and I think that's probably uh, messed with the numbers a lot when you're talking about the top of the draft. I think that's what makes our situation unique and why we have to really do a deep dive in, into it. Um, I think the person is a huge part. I've talked about that a lot. What's the makeup, the leadership? How do they handle pressure? Um, how do they handle pressure in a big city like ours? Um, so a lot of those factors go in. Right, and I know you said you weren't going to make a big reveal today in terms of what, have, you're, what yeah, you're doing. I have nothing to reveal at all. Yeah, yeah no, I, I totally I wish understand. I did. Yeah, I know. That's what I wait. Yeah, that's what I wait. Um, <laughs> I, I, I totally understand that. But uh, do you have an idea, like, how? what's the percentage of what you think you know right now ahead of the combine? Like, how important is the combine in making the decision? Yeah, right now it's like a hundred different scenarios that you go down and, and try to plot out and you're forecasting forward to see what's going to work out and probabilities and, and things like that. But at the end of the day, the human being part, getting to know someone, um, getting to know a group of people is really going to determine that there's going to be options um, <clears throat> that pop up all the time that you don't see coming. I think I said it last year, like something will happen at some point in the next few months that no one expects. Right. Um, so you got to be on your toes for that. So the picture will change as we go. Right, right. Right. So if you trade the number one mindset this year with the number one overall pick than what you had last year at this time? Um, no, I mean, it's a it's unique, right? Um, but I would say our approach is exactly the same in terms of we got to look at every option and, and determine what is best for our team. Um, obviously, we chose to trade back last year. And I think that that helped our uh, a team out a lot. So um, again, we'll we'll do a deep dive and, and see how it plays out. Ryan, you, how are you evaluating the prospects if you can gather information? Do you have any concern at all that Caleb Williams or the team around him don't want to play in Chicago? No, no, no concerns about that at all. I I would love to know why if that was the case. Like I said, I think. Um, as a young quarterback, and I've been around it, the infrastructure is important, and I think we've made really good progress in terms of having really good infrastructure for whoever were to come in or if Justin were to stay here as well. In, in terms of your quarterback evaluation when you were in Kansas City, Cliff Kingsbury said that you know uh, Patrick Mahomes and Caleb Williams are eerily similar. When you watch the tape, do you see that? There's pieces. There's pieces that are similar. Uh, obviously, the one that stands out to everyone is just different arm angles. Um, 
that's a unique trait. Not a lot of guys um, can do that. Uh, I'll give Jeff King, um, who's on my team, credit. He, he painted a picture of, you know, there's two types of quarterbacks. There's artists and then there's surgeons. Um, so within that group, you can kind of see who's the artist create, that's really creative, um, doesn't draw within the lines, where there's more of surgeons who are, you know, like your typical, like the Brady's and Peyton's. So um, you kind of branch them out on those buckets and go from there. So that's where they're, they're similar. Is there a percentage you prefer with artists and surgeons? No. Winners. <laughs> if you identify a quarterback prospect as your guy, is there any price that can move you off of your guy? Um, would it be our guy, right? Like it's it's not about me at all. Um, that's hard to answer right now because I need kind of the whole puzzle put together to to figure that out. Hmm. So that is what this week is going to be like. Last year, around this time, at the end of the combine we started to hear that the number one pick was truly for sale. And I'm expecting this time next week, Justin Fields will either have been traded or it will be out there that Justin Fields, the ability for him to be your quarterback is out there for other teams. When did he say last year, I would absolutely have to be blown away. I think that was going in. I think that was, that was, that was even before, right? Wasn't that when they got the number one pick? I think I think that was at the end of the season presser that he that he that he said that, and then he reiterated it at the combine. At, at the combine, and he and he said it again this year at the end of season presser, but didn't say it today. I don't think that that's that tough of a dot to connect. So we can hear more on how Ryan Poles handled the Justin Fields portion of this. Yeah, but, but like a couple things in there, because he was asked about, is it a different mindset than last year? He said no, but lots of pauses as he thinks about it and talked about the approach and talked about the process. It, it is a different mindset. You've it's, got another year of data on Justin Fields, yeah. and he's a year closer to needing to pay. Yeah. He's a year and closer it's a to different than, quarterback class yeah so of course there are differences and and you have another but another year of data and 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 after you did give him some stuff like dj Moore in a first round tackle and i thought it was interesting that the caleb mahomes similarity question is what led to the artist and surgeon anecdote coming out of his mind from about jeff king and he easily could have said on caleb it's ridiculous to put Mahomes into onto any of these prospects. He said some is there. Yeah, t- talked about the arm angles. The stuff. arm angles. Yeah, the quickness of the release with all the different arm angles. Here's what he said about Justin Fields and the idea of a trade. Right. So, um, what is what is your if you decide to draft a quarterback? What is your motivation to trade Justin before free agency starts, knowing that there might be a premium on that? Yeah, again, it just depends on what opportunities pop up. Um, I will say this. Um, I think you guys know me uh, well enough now. I do, if we go down that road, um, I want to do right by Justin as well. Uh, no one wants to live in gray. Um, I know that's uncomfortable. I wouldn't want to be in that situation either. So uh, we'll gather the information. We'll move um, as quickly as possible. We're not going to be in a rush um, and see what presents itself and what's best for the organization. Did you, did you talk to him? I know he made those comments last week about kind of living in limbo on this. Have you had conversations with him about where you guys are at right now in that process? Yeah, so I've always felt, and I told uh, told him this after uh, the season when we had our exit meetings, that you know transparency and communication is, is key in these moments. Um, and I told him we will do that. So I've been in contact with his team and, and kind of let him let them know like what we're looking at, um, how things might play out, um, and that we'll continue to communicate as we move forward. Again, 
I understand how uncomfortable that is for him. Um, but again, like I told him, and he understands, I think he said it the other day too, it's, it's part of this business. It is a unique situation. So, uh, but yeah, I'll continue that communication. Ryan, how do you view, philosophically, how do you view the draft assets you have picking first and ninth? You would theoretically be targeting star players if you kept those picks yep. versus converting those into more picks, but they are lesser picks. Yeah, that that goes into the equation, right? I mean, you got to look at what's there in, in that area in terms of drafting. Um, again, you got to listen to the trade. Like, you don't trade back one, trade back two, trade back 15. Like, that changes the dynamic based on where the board is set up. I think I talked about that last year. We'll end up counting the guys in certain spaces that we feel like can beat impact players for our team. Um, so that goes in the equation as well. Um, but I think it's a really good opportunity to improve our football team. And the other thing is like very open and understand that draft picks are just opportunity, right? You got to capture that. You got to be right with your draft picks. Um, so we understand that as well. If you do move off the number one pick, we've heard crazy, we've heard historic, all those adjectives used for the amount of compensation you need. What what are you looking for? Yeah, it's hard to say right now, um, but it's it's got to help our organization significantly to, to move around. Um, because we saw what it did last year, um, and I'm looking for that type of return to continue to improve our football team. Right. When, when do you want to know what you're going to do? Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> no, in all seriousness, though, before no, free agency? I, or, or? I would love to know as soon as possible. Right. I mean, I, mean, I would love to know, um, but I know that's not how the process works. Um, you know, there's sure before free agency would be good. Like I said, I'm also taking, um, you know, if we were to do something with Justin, like I want to do right by him. Um, and I know, again, living in that gray space, you would want to do something sooner rather than later. Um, but just like I talk about with contracts, it takes two teams to figure that out. Um, but at the same time, we're also trying to figure out the draft process as well. So there's a lot of different things with different timelines going, and that's what makes it a little Ryan, bit difficult. Ryan, so are, you, are, you expecting, are you expecting a busier combine than usual? Like I'm imagining you're going to be a pretty popular guy this week. Everybody yeah. wants to buy you dinner and yeah. talk about all these different assets that you might trade. I mean, is it going to be a different combine for you? Yeah, it feels that way. Yeah. Has it already started? Oh, yeah, my phone won't stop. How aggressive are people with fishing for information from other teams to see what you want to do with that? Yeah, it's, you know, it starts slow. We were at the Senior Bowl. I know people are kind of poking around. I haven't had, like, big time conversations with anyone, uh, but everyone wants to, you know, take a temperature of what's going on. So every um, time someone approaches you, you're... Yeah, yeah. How yeah. would you say last year's trade worked out for you guys, for the Panthers, and even Houston that didn't get the number one pick? Yeah, um, I'll only comment on us. I thought it, it worked out really well. Um, just adding two good players like Darnell and, and DJ. Um, had no idea this would work out where it would be the first overall pick, uh, but I would say that's successful. Um, and then, you know, a future too as well. Swag. So uh, it worked out well for us, and we'll keep growing up with that. You might have universally loved Justin Holmes by this team. Have you thought about what that conversation is going to be like if, if you do trade him, what you're going to like delivering that message to the team? Yeah. Um, you know, he's a leader. Every, everything our guys have said is true, and not surprised our guys have said what they have said. I feel the same way. Um, and I think sometimes this whole thing gets, you know, Justin versus another person. Um, and I have to look at it a little bit differently. I take that into effect. That's why the person is so important when we evaluate other people that would come in that position. Um, but also it's my job to think of the long term, and, and a lot of our guys kind of don't, don't see that. That's not their, their job to do that, and they defend their guy, which I think speaks volume, 
volumes about our culture and our locker room. I mean, right. you've made big trades before. Would that cause a, is there anxiety that comes with that for someone who would have to deliver that sort of news? No, because I have faith um, in our ability to communicate with our guys. Um, and when we do that, I think they'll know that it's in the best interest of, of the team. And I think as we've moved along here, I think the, the, the trust factor is there that they're in good hands with however we decide to kind of pull it. Man, do you hear that? When we do that, they'll know it's in the best interests of the team. Yeah, I mean, I oh. think he means like when we have to address them, you know? People but. that defend Justin don't maybe see the long term like I have to see. Yeah. People keep coming at me on this because the video's out there of the opening segment. I'm like, I don't know how you could listen to this guy and think that he's going back to Justin when we've heard him in years past. It sounds very different uh, to me. Not that he's tipped his hand, but just that he is so open to the – he's entertaining the possibility. He's not saying Justin is our quarterback or anything like that. But Ryan Poles is good at this, man. He's he's very – this this station has graded press conferences for three decades – and normally it happens on the making fun of the guys and giving out F's and D's and, you know, it's negative. Ryan Poles is good at it. He's, he's, he's not Theo level, but he's, he's very, very good at being clear, being concise, giving you enough to feel like he is revealing things while not totally tipping his hand. I think he's very good at it. I think that's true. And I think he's, I think he's a human being. Like he's like a normal human being who like actually gives a crap about people. So when, when you hear that, that can let you know where some of the thoughts are. I mean, like he goes back to it. He says it the first time, but goes back to it later about want to do right by Justin. It comes up multiple times because he, he empathizes with dude living in the gray, but he also says we're not going to rush. There's transparency and communication. That sounded very much like as a human being, not wanting to like make a good guy like Justin Fields twist in the wind out there and make sure everybody knows that he likes Justin and, and would be clearer about it if he could, but wants to do right by him. He's going to trade him, and he wants to make sure he does right by him. Peter King in 15 minutes, a little bit more reaction to Ryan Poles. Then our conversation with Matt Eberflus at 4 o'clock. Very busy day. Parker to speak on the score. Now with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission.